1: You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Frances Mooney is an Atlanta Country Music Hall of Famer. She's been playing bluegrass music for over 50 years and helped create one of the first all-female bluegrass bands, Cherokee Rose. Frances has a new CD, Wild and Free, and she is my guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Hi, Frances. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Hi, Greg. How are you?
1: I am good. How are you? It's a pleasure I'm to talk to you. I'm doing good
0: here in Georgia today. Georgia.
1: Good. I was going to ask you because I wasn't sure if it was Georgia or Kentucky, so now I know. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, just it's the Peach State, Georgia.
1: Now, did I did I understand it correctly? You grew up in Kentucky. Do I have that right? No, no. I,
0: actually, I grew up in Georgia. I lived in Kentucky okay. in the early part of seventies. Okay. Uh, for bluegrass music. Right.
1: So All right. Well, I knew Kentucky I knew was in the mix it. there somewhere. So it <laughs> is. It is. Good. All right. Well, uh, so you've you've been playing a while. Played through probably several different uh, interpretations of bluegrass music. Right. It's been uh, I sure
0: have. I've been at it uh, fifty. 50-plus years.
1: Wow, wow. Well, That's you, a you, long time. That is a long time. I was just time. a mere baby. <laughs> <laughs> so how did that start for you? What got you into music?
0: My mother and dad. I grew up in music. My grandparents on uh, my mother's side were musicians, and and it just trickled through them to both my parents. My dad and my mother played, and, and I, I was... I wasn't really into it till in my around 17 years old, and, and it just kind of, one day, all of a sudden, I wanted to learn to play.
1: Really? Okay.
0: And, and I was 17 before I ever struck a note on anything, and it was guitar, so it, it was uh, inborn in me. It just took a while coming out, and I haven't stopped since I started in the early 70s
1: where did it go for you at that point at 17 when you picked up the guitar were you were you all singing did you jump into a band and sing or did you form your own band how how did the the next step happen for you the next
0: step was uh when i started at that at, you know around 17 i just learned a few songs and uh so i could play you know with my dad and uh at that time my mother and dad had separated so daddy still continued to play and i I thought, well, he needs somebody to sit around and play with, so I had a... I, I learned to play guitar, so he, I could, he played dobro,
1: Yeah. So, okay.
0: or dobro by brand name. It's called a resophonic guitar, uh-huh. but we still call it dobro. Sure. <laughs> anyway, uh started just that. I had, uh, you know, he come in one day, and we, we played a tune, and from then on, I started kind of singing in, in a little group he was in at the time, and... Just as a guest, you know, on radio stations, the Everett Brothers. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Everett Music Barn in, here in Georgia. but uh, It does it, ring a
1: bell, a, yeah.
0: It, it's a uh, historic place.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And a lot of your bluegrass entertainers coming through Georgia, they play there. Sure. I mean, you know, your top artists. And uh, so, anyway, he played with them, and I got to playing some with them. And country music was my first love. So I sang a lot of country mm, songs okay. for in and... And from there, then married, my husband at that time played guitar, so I had to jump to something else. So I had, uh, being the only female, I was elected to play and learn to play the bass. Okay. Fiddle. <laughs> so that's where I started then in my er, in the early 70s when I married and before my children were born, mm-hmm. uh, playing music, and by the mid-70s, we had, passed, we had moved to Kentucky. Okay. Well, we were invited to uh, Louisville, Kentucky, to play on the Bluegrass Circuit with the Bluegrass Alliance, which was Lonnie Pierce at that time. Right.
1: Yeah, and was this uh, something that you all were pursuing full time?
0: Yes. Okay. We did it full time, and 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 did that full time for two years. When uh, as these things happen, sometimes I went through divorce from sure, the kid's right. father. So. Yeah uh at that time I moved back to Georgia with my two boys and uh, and it was such a big part of my life. You know, after playing two years full time at the in Louisville, Kentucky around the circuit, we were able to stay real busy playing Ramada and Holiday Inns mm-hmm. at the time that uh J D Crow was playing. Okay. They would we alternated some of the holiday and Inn, Ramada inns up there with them and when one group would get through the other one would congregate at the other we were playing the Ramada Inn and they were across the road at the Holiday Inn. They got through before us. They'd come and sit in with us. Oh, and play. Okay. <laughs> I, Tony Rice, Ricky Skagg, yeah. on stage with me many times. Wow. That's cool. And, uh, so it, it was, it, you know, I got to be in the earlier years of their career too. So, sure. Um,
1: times have changed. It's been a good they? road. It's, <laughs>
0: it's, 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 I've had a lot of good experience and a lot of good training by picking up from other
1: artists. Yeah. And still yeah. do. Yeah. Still right? do. It, that way of uh, that way of playing doesn't happen as much anymore, though, does it? It's no, a, it doesn't. It was an it older doesn't. style, older an older day.
0: Older day, and it was it was such so, so personal. You know, mm-hmm. Ricky Skaggs. Uh, I did, uh, I think it was four LPs. I have to look back and look because LPs have been going a long time. But, mm-hmm. And in those days, and uh, the it was at that time we were called the bluegrass generation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we did four LPs, but Ricky Skaggs was on two of those, okay. and he also produced produced one of those. And the last one we did was uh, Vince Gill was and Ricky Skaggs were on it. Oh neat! So Vince, Vince, I talked to him occasionally, uh, not often, but I do run into him sometimes at the Station Inn, and he, uh, I told him about him playing the pedal steel on the last recording we did in the 70s uh-huh. he couldn't believe it he says you mean i played actually played a pedal still i said yes and you did a good job of it too <laughs> i have it on yeah LP. yeah
1: wow <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i feel like there's probably a lot of uh really interesting good unique music tucked away on records like that in in corners all across mm-hmm. the country where uh, people can't get to them anymore, you know, they just... Uh, no, you
0: can't. These are no longer the... Right. They were on what they call the Adaram label, okay. which was a label that was uh, here in, in Georgia. Right. And uh, a lot of your, I think Carl's story was on that okay. uh, label, but it was a little town here in, in Georgia called Marietta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Adaram as Marietta spelled backwards.
1: Oh, okay. That's neat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, it is. So, it, But it was, uh, so those are no longer, uh, he's since then passed away, and I tried to get a hold of my, even, you know, the masters, and the kids said that they'd been long gone. They had no idea what happened to oh,
1: them. So I don't man. even have the masters yeah. to those. And, yeah.
0: But I do have the LPs.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess the LPs um, could be. Could be. They,
0: I've had some of them yeah. done into, uh, you know, to a CD format. Which oh, so my voice was so young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I left back, I said, "Man, I've matured." <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> now I think I read where you you went from there to actually uh, create an all female band, which is pretty pretty unheard of. During that at time, at that time,
0: it was around. It was around 1980. Yeah, and uh, came you know back in Georgia, of course. Then moving back, and you know because I was born and raised here in Cumming, Georgia, mm-hmm. and so I, of course it brought me back whenever I went through divorce raising two little boys, you know, and they were they were more important than anything sure. I could have done musically. Sure. <clears throat> but but since then they're both in music, so oh, it just it yeah. trickled on. From me to them. Yeah. But, uh, but back in Georgia in around 1980, uh, we decided, a, f- a couple of friends of mine, to do a all female group, and, and did. We had a girl by the name of Tyra Summers here in Georgia playing dobro, uh, Connie Morris, banjo, and Mindy Raikstraw playing guitar, and I played bass, accord. Okay. And then later years, Louisa Branscomer, hmm. a prominent songwriter, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard of her. hmm um she joined the group when one of our our bench player left and so we were on the road with uh, Lance Leroy was our booking agent at the time mm-hmm. and uh out of Nashville and so we were on the circuit doing really well but it got too hard for me raising two young boys mm-hmm. sure. so i I left in good terms with the group and left it with them yeah. and they they traveled and did a lot for quite some time um
1: now did so you it, did you re- retired so to speak at that point i was
0: retired for six months and i couldn't take it <laughs> i couldn't handle it yeah. so i came back with a group called indian summer band and we we did a lot of work around georgia outside of georgia into into the carolinas and mm-hmm. just connecting states kind of and uh and i was able to do that work a full-time job with the state of georgia with Georgia Department of Juvenile okay. Justice. So mm-hmm. I maintained a 40-hour week job and wow. worked weekends and, and had enough vacation time. I used that whenever they needed us on a weekday. Yeah. So we, we got it going really good. And uh, then again, um, later years, some of the band members, you know, they kind of come and go, and it's hard to keep people together. It is. So I... I kind of quit again for Mm -hmm. a little while, Mm -hmm. and there again, couldn't take it, couldn't (laughs) handle it. And in 1998, I formed my final band, which is Francis Mooney and Fontana Sunset. Okay. And uh, we've been going ever since. So you guys have been together a while. Yes. Yes, from the 70s, early 70s to date.
2: Yeah.
0: I've I've not had music in my life even to last over six months uh-huh. at a time, only a couple of times. And it's just, it was a big part of my life. And it's its nothing like entertaining and um, and looking at across your, you know, your fans or the people listening to you and getting a vibe that they're enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. There's just nothing no yeah. better than that feel.
1: Sure, yeah, and, of uh, course.
0: You can have the worst day in the world. And my husband, now he'll say, I'll say, you know, I just don't feel like playing tonight. I don't, I'm, I'm gonna get through this. He said, "Oh, you will." And <laughs> and before I, he when I get off stage, he'd say, "Well, you, you couldn't tell you was having a bad day." Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, music does that for the players as well as the audience because uh, absolutely. Uh, I've sat absolutely. in that audience and 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 not been in the best of places either. And you 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 oh, tend yes. to forget where where everything else was, and and you're only focused mm-hmm. on what's happening right there in the audience. So yeah. Yeah. Right. So, are you? So have you been have able to? Recordings. Uh, what's that? I'm sorry.
0: I say we have. You know, we've throughout the years. I've had several recordings. Some of my fondest is is the earlier years, just mm-hmm. because of of the personal feel of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the personal feel with with the other artists, and you become a family, and we still are. You know, to this day, mm-hmm. we're all even the members that's come and went. We're all still very close.
1: Mm, that's good. Now we were talking um uh, off air before we started um putting the show together this afternoon that that um uh, you don't necessarily write your songs uh but seek out other writers to for your material
0: right i do and uh, and i've this c d the one that we just come out with has been i have i did more with seeking of uh, Songs that had never been recorded
1: mm. through some okay. good
0: songwriters. And mm-hmm. in, in the past, we did cover songs. You okay. know, you do. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Like, sure. Uh, yeah. Love, come home, or right. some of the Osbourne brothers' songs. You know, right. you are doing stuff that's been done in the past, which artists do that now, and they get they do good. But they also have to have some new material, which I've never really. Thought that was important. Mm-hmm. Well, it is important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is important if you can come up with a good songwriter that can write for you,
1: mm-hmm. right, and right?
0: That that knows your your style, your vocal. I mean, everything about you. And uh, and I've I've been able to have a few of those. Louisa Brand's going to be in one, and uh, Paula Brela sent me several, and okay. we were going to record one, but somebody grabbed it before we got it oh,
1: recorded.
0: No. <laughs> I know, so we were not able to get hers, but. But I, I, did. I went about this CD different,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's paying off. And,
1: and we're we're talking about the CD wild, and wild, and free, wild right? and free, Yeah. And Correct. so, what do you what do you mean that you did it differently?
0: Well, in the past, just doing cover songs, right, okay. and Not coming out with a, a per se a song that's that's been overworked
1: sure sure right so know, what we were just talking we about like yeah. see, we like it you say we like oh
0: we love this song we're going to do this on this yeah. yeah we actually went with some that had you know we did we did some original material in the past we did that too but not very many we mm-hmm. wouldn't come out you know we mm-hmm. didn't really search out the songwriters Um uh, they're just as important to you as you are to them sure um sure in, in writing, but it's also good to know that some of those out there write for you.
2: Right, right. They write
0: something that they know that you can do, that your band, maybe we can do a good job of it, another band might not do as well with.
1: Yeah, yeah. And,
0: um, and that's, uh, that's kind of what we seek with this one. So I've not really pushed other music that we've done throughout the years mm. like we have this mm-hmm, one, mm-hmm. although we were in the 70s. Going really good at that yeah. time, you know. But that's that was then, and so um, it's just. Uh, I, I like I said, I, I've, I've I've had my hand at trying to write, but I'm just I just can't get it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can tell you all day a, a you know something I'd like to be in a song, you know, like a a hook, like you said. Uh-huh. Uh, if you but I can't I can't get it to there. Yeah, it won't okay. go from my brain <laughs> out this hand. Yeah. you know. I write a book. In other words, I'm not really good at writing a
1: book. Well, there you go. Well, you can. You, you, that's why they make collaborators.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly.
1: So you were telling me that the uh, the, the title uh, "Wild and Free" has uh, some sort of special significance to you uh, as the title of the record.
0: Well, the the single that just released in uh, latter part of December. Um, early part of, I think it could have been early part of this month. But anyway, it was. It's called High on a Mountain, the, and, and there's just something about that song that that you know, I wanted it to be a title cut because I love mountains and horses, and and there was you know we'll ride our ponies up an old deer trail is is a lyric in the song, mm, okay. and wild and free. So my vision was seeing wild horses out in a pasture, wild and free. You know, just not a pasture, but you know, like in the out west, where they'd run wild right. and free. That's that was my vision, and I thought that's that just might be a good catchy title. So that's exactly where that came from. Is is uh, the, a lyric from High on a Mountain, okay. the single good. that just came out. Cool. This on this record, we had a good songwriter by the name of David Stewart. Uh, I'd like to mention his name mm-hmm. because he he sent. Uh, I finally told him not to send me any more songs because it was going to be a whole CD of David Stewart's songs if he did. <laughs> because they, he, you know, whenever I, I met the guy last at Spigma last year,
1: uh-huh.
0: and uh, and he knew we were going to be recording them this past year, and he and he says, "Let me take a listen at your music." Well, he did, and I didn't. I thought, "Well, why does he want to hear what I've done?" Uh-huh. Well, I do know now. He 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 gears the songs he's going to send you toward. Your sound, okay, and your vocal, yeah. And he was able to even, you know, with. Uh, I don't. I'm not the only singer in my band, which I love. Mm-hmm. When you when we do a stage show, it's uh, I do half the songs, and the guys do half okay. some of the songs. So it's not like you're going to hear Francis Mooney the whole show. Mm-hmm. I like to share the stage with my guys, and, yeah. and they do a good job. So in doing that, it. it I just got. Just seeked out, you know. Several people were sending me songs. I'm still getting songs from songwriters, and they're good. But good gracious, I can't do another CD right now. I've got to push this one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, I just wish—I wish I was a songwriter, some of these people are. But yeah. he was—that's just one. But I had, you know, a couple of other that sent me songs. We did some of Trey mm-hmm. Ward. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but mm-hmm. he's another songwriter that uh, I was able to do a couple of original that hasn't been recorded by any artist. Right, right.
1: And these
0: were with the uh, uh, David Stewart songs. Okay. Uh, these are the first time you will have heard these songs.
1: Yeah, neat.
0: Out. And, and the, the, hope the, that I can get them going. Yeah. Uh,
1: the The record is out now?
0: It is. It, it's not totally out. It's It just got uh, downloaded to Airplay Direct. Okay. So it, it's on Airplay Direct. But it will be available on the 18th. We're having the CD release uh, okay. this weekend, and it's going to be at the uh, Everett's Music Barn that I was telling you about. Sure, yeah.
1: Okay.
0: But, uh, but it will be available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, CD Baby, okay. Airplay Direct, and probably other, I think it's even on going to be on Spotify. So I think it's going to be downloadable in most most your places yeah. that you get your music from. Okay. And you can go to my website and also get the full CD with uh, going through the um, PayPal. So,
1: so um, folks want to go to your website and want to uh, reach out and speak with you maybe a little more about your music. What's the, what's the website address?
0: It's Fontana F-O-N-T-A-N-N-A, that's two N's, sunset, S-U-N-S-E-T, dot com.
1: Okay, great. Well, we certainly wish you well with it and um, I am sure that you will do well with it and and uh, so you can get on to the next batch of songs and get ready to record those those other good songs that you didn't get a chance to include on this record. Right. <laughs> and we uh, we we'll, we'll look forward to seeing you at the uh, at the events and uh, it will will your tour schedule be mostly kind of in the, the southern part of the country georgia or will you branch yes, out quite a bit?
0: right now but we're looking to add more dates we work solely pretty much i've got i'm behind on getting those dates booked right now but mm-hmm. we're working on it. several things and hopefully uh that will uh happen and and i wanted to mention one more thing mm-hmm. uh, i'll be at spigma this year uh sometimes you you know you don't brag on yourself ever but i'm so thankful for fans that believe in me and my music and uh, this is several years in a row that i've been nominated for bass player of the year great great and also for this year uh for the i think this is about the third or fourth time i say a uh, female vocals of the year okay awesome so i'm very honored to be on that list of such sure. great artists. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, we we hope um, you win so them I both.
0: <laughs> I wanted to make yeah. sure you knew that. Yeah. And, um, but, yes, just check the website. There are going to be dates being added. Check my website. And, uh, art. you know, people, are fans and friends of fans can go there and purchase my music and see where we're going to be at Good. and
1: pick
0: up one at a show near them.
1: Great. Well, thank you, Francis. This has been fun talking to you and uh, learning about your your story and your history, and and, uh, we wish you well.
0: Well, there's just so much more that you could say about it, but some of it we'll talk about and some of it I won't talk about. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's been a great ride, and it still is. Thank you so much for uh, talking with me about it as well.